This is JFM Podcast. Well, very good evening to you. Welcome to your favorite program on radio, political program that is Nigeria Sunset on J11.9 here in Jos. My name is Ponsak Fanap. I'm hoping that you're having a very good evening and your day is good. Uh, well, today is the 18th day in the month of November 2020. Good evening, me uh, and how's the going? Good evening, Pasak. Uh, good evening, listeners. Uh, good evening, everyone out there. Well, it's been a very long day. Uh, a lot of us woke up today to a lot of conversation that just took us back to one of those days where you want to, you know, live to forget in the history of this country, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, young people demanding for what they feel is right or wrong. I feel that's probably going to be the crux of the conversation today. I'm talking about the CNN report. Let's see. I mean, somebody, somebody sent a video to me right now that somebody, a lot of in this country, we don't like the truth, and um, anybody that tries to say we find a way to throw them out of the room, and we don't know what the position is going to be. But uh, this is a huge, huge, uh, you know, slap on everyone out there that have come out to cast or castigate people, or you know, come out to try to, uh, you know, talk about the fact that nothing happened, or there was no this, there was no that, and all of that. And again, this would definitely change the direction of the conversation as regards the panel of uh, inquiries or whatever it is that different state has set up. I'm not happy. I've not been happy all day when I saw that report. I've not been happy all day. You know, uh, it's interesting uh, what CNN, you know, did. Um, when President Mahabudubari took over the reins of power in 2015, uh, the local media in Nigeria, when, okay, Nigerian media, not local media, Nigerian media, you know, he was heavily castigated and, you know, uh, bashed because he always makes foreign, uh, he always makes, you know, policy pronouncements uh, to foreign media, but he disdained, you know, local media. Uh, it could be the reason why, you know, the president hasn't had any media chat before. Uh, it's a tradition in this country, but President Mahmoud Bari has broken that record uh, to be one of Nigeria's president with no any, you know, fireside fire chat, uh, you know, whatsoever. So CNN doing this, you know, even linking the bullets that they collected, you know, uh, the scene of the alleged lucky, you know, toolgate shooting to... Uh, Serbia, you know, Serbia is a uh, in the region of the world that you know that is you know always war. Well, look at what is happening, you know, Karabakh and Nagorno, uh, and you know, pundit international news analysts are saying that it has the trappings of Vladimir Putin, you know, one of the ones um, I would say modern day dictators, for example, uh, because of his policies, you know, in Russia. Uh, so I, I I really don't find this as a surprise. In fact, yesterday, Premium Times published an exclusive investigation that he did into uh, the personal account, the not personal, but the uh, some lodgement, uh, you know, monies, you know, billions and billions of naira from the uh, uh, Ministry of Power, Works and Housing. One that ministry was together, for example. 
and they show documentary evidence. They show, you know, a document to betray the fact that, you know, uh, you know, these monies went into private account. They said one person, you know, got lodgement, you know, over 300 lodgements, you know, at some point in time. So it doesn't mean that Nigerian journalists are not working, but for CNN, and it, it, it goes to show that when the government, you know, isn't sincere, for example, the people, um, there's one thing that I, I, I hold firm and dear to my heart, and is the fact that evil hasn't ever, never, and it will never triumph over good. You know, it's it's an, an is something unthinkable in human history or in human existence that evil triumphs over our good. It has never happened, and it will never happen. You know, I'm rest assured. You know, with that, if you are be onto evil, you know, activity or evil stuff today, and you think that ah, you're going to get away with it, is going to you know catch up with you. The good is going to come out, and it, it just just unearths you know the insincerity of those who have entrusted the mantle of leadership, you know, to govern our society. Because if this comes out, you know, proven that uh, the Lucky Tollgate shooting and and protesters, you know, were fired with life ammunition. I, I, I don't know, you know, what... And recall that Shiite also have their own case, for example. There's an expedite here, you know, uh, for says again, Kaduna, I think he's going to go run on a daily basis, you know, right now. So the, the, there have been lots of, I would say, unfortunate situation that this administration has found, you know, herself in. When you talk about the economy, it's nearly uh, zero, I would say. It's not zero, but it's nearly zero. When you talk about uh, security, in Nigeria now, when you want to be honest, you're not you're going to die, you may likely die of hunger. But when you take up arm against the state, for example, and if it's you know from a region of the country that the government you know likes you, you may be the government may look the other way, but if it's in the region that the government doesn't like you, the government will look towards your direction. You know, I'm talking about the banditry, because if criminals will be seen hobnobbing <coughs> with politicians, carrying assault rifles in the name of negotiation, it leave much to be desired, you know, from the people who've entrusted the mantle of leadership. I'm talking about human lives right now. And for me, it's coming from the point of, you know, pain, how society, you know, what what basically makes up the fabric of society is being threatened and nobody is held accountable or responsible for it. It shows, you know, how really broken into pieces, you know, this society uh, is getting into, you know, for example, just this morning when I was coming into the office, I met uh, with uh, Santos, you know, Larabs, and we're talking and he said something very profound that, you know, I never, you know, thought about it. He said, the industry is right now thriving. You see drug trafficking, banditry you see you know terrorism you see uh supply of weapons you know to criminals all manner of you know it's just the bad bad things that are thriving but good people cannot make cannot even make ends meet talk for the civil servant who earns for example 50 70 000, it can't even take him home 
uh, you, you know, talk more of maybe going to the market. Maybe he gives his wife money uh, to go and shop for, um, you know, food stuff in the market. Because how much is seventy thousand? How much is you know hundred you know thousand a month? Is he going to focus on his house rent, medical bills, feeding? Is he going to focus on uh, you know even transportation? The cost of transportation has gone up. For how many how many times did this administration increase the price of PMS? You know, so the country is you know it's. In 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 you know in it's, it's so disheartening that in my lifetime, I'm seeing that five naira is absolutely useless. It's useless, absolutely useless. It can't even buy you pure water like we say in this country. So it is the rule. I think that the the ruling class needs to do some soul searching. You know, by me because I always tell my friends. Yesterday after the show, well, you know, just hanging out with some friends, and you saw how you know everybody was. I always tell my friends that look, this politics is serious and it's human lives these politicians are playing with. They are not playing with the lives of animals. They are playing is real life situation. If you see a kid going to bed hungry in Nigeria, or a kid is you know crying because you know criminals came into their house, broke into their house, and killed his father and mother. It's a real life situation. It's not a joke. It's not. It's not you know the uh, you know because Obasan just said Nigerians are concerned about opulence. You give someone that is not accustomed to having five million naira in his account, you know, governor. Next thing he, th he thinks of is buying two motorbikes. How many million? How many billion? And he, uh, you know, outriders. He buy a jeep of five hundred million, bulletproof. Then you know he started. He starts you know traveling. Then his kids, you know, started, he starts, you know, throwing money. And before you know, because of too much money in the hands of his kids, they start, you know, using drugs, you know, and, and, and things like that. So it's, it's serious. This thing is not, is not something ordinary that, you know, that you joke with. So it's for me, it's from the point of view of pain, you know, that, you know, I'm saying this. Aso has been on strike. There's no end in sight. You know, as in fact, as we even told their members, seek for alternative means of livelihood. They told you know students, travel and have fun. What kind of societies will prioritize uh, or will give more attention to people who has who have taken up arms against the state over thinkers, you know, ideologues and students who want to learn to make better in you know, our society? And I truly, from the depth of my heart, feel that this administration needs to do some soul searching. They need to they need to do some you know soul searching. Search you know their souls. Search and you know really say if everything is okay, if everything is going all right in this society. Um, I, I want to pick it up from where you stopped. If you talked about uh, soul searching, if you want to soul search, uh, you probably need to sit back and admit that something is wrong with you first. That is the first step. I mean, just like our guest said on Monday, he said there cannot be repentance without confession. That is the first step. Before you think you want to sit back and ask yourself, you must first look at the fact that something is not going right with you. I mean, you, you look at the fact that, okay, you're working, you're making money, 
but you don't know where the money is going to. That's why you now sit back and say, you know what? It seems I'm spending so much on this. I'm spending so much on that. Let me switch. Let me see how I can restructure this. That is in an ideal society where you've come to realize that what you're doing is wrong. But we've got a government that doesn't even care about who exists and who ceases to exist. I mean, it's it's a case of the minority being absolutely useless when it comes, I mean, the majority rather, being absolutely useless when it comes to the minority. Now, you can play with whatever you want to play with, but the moment you have total neglect to human life, every single day you go through the news, you listen or you watch, is it that two people shot dead in a Boeing? Is it that four people killed in, Ka- in Kaduna? Is it that uh, students that are supposed to go for exchange program in Badagri, they got kidnapped on the Abuja-Kaduna route, they've not, been, they've not been rescued? Is it that somebody somewhere is being shot? Is it that a reverend father is being killed? Every single day, the things get worse and worse and the worse. And then you're asking yourself, the people you voted into office, see, I'm not even talking about maybe a, a, the president right now. It begins from the local government chairman. Governance is not that far-fetched. I mean, some of us sit down, we relate to these politicians, so we can actually sit and talk to them. And one of them will look in there and tell you that this country, it's, we're not practicing democracy as it were. We're just getting money and we're sharing money. You and I went out for lunch this afternoon, and a friend of yours was saying, and, and he said, uh, you know, this country had gotten to the point where... Uh, we borrow money and we share it to people. So when it's time to pay back the monies, who would pay back the money? I mean, you, you collect loans because you need to build infrastructures. But in the nearest future, these infrastructures would generate funds that would repay your loans. But you got these monies in and you're sharing it. You're doing so. Nigeria runs one of the most expensive social schemes in the world, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And then how do you put that together? All of that, for me, is, is even some, you know things that can be fixed. But how do you talk about a government that places is zero value on human life? I mean, you read in the paper as a president uh, that some people were shot and you don't even pay any single attention to it. Now, Mr. President came out a couple of days back and he was saying that they will not tolerate any second wave of NSAS protests, all of this, all of that. I have friends. Maybe at this point, I'm beginning to question the friendship that had come out to say that what happened in Lekki was a fake story. What happened at the Lekki Gates was this what happened at Lucky Togate? Some influencers were paid and all of that. All of them today, of all the video, when I saw the video, I tagged each of them one after the other, and they told me, like, okay, we don't know anymore. And I asked myself, you shouldn't have made those statements you make those times. You should have waited till we got to this point. And if you listen to if you watch that video towards the end. Uh, the narrator said the Nigerian government had consistently denied that anybody died. And if you watch, at the point, at the start, CNN actually picked this story. And it was almost like some influencers on social media were saying that CNN, uh, obviously not the best when it comes to journalism. Anyway, they've got their bias. But in this situation, hey, they gave us what happened. And some people were saying, no, the CNN were against Nigeria, this and that. Now, they had to defend the integrity of the organization. That was why they went deep into that investigation. When the soldiers were leaving camp, they saw the time 607 when they got to the other side of Lekki. I mean, it was so detailed. Five minutes, not, 33 seconds. Yeah, and not, we saw bodies, we saw blood, we saw bullets, we saw all of these things. And you wake up in the morning as a president of a country and the next thing you're coming out to say is that you don't want answers anymore. You don't give people what they're asking for and you don't want people to ask questions. I mean, should we start praying for where we were? We should go back to where we were before 1999? Is that what we want as a country? You know, the, the situation is really uh, 
pathetic you know i'm just i'm just looking at you know families of i've i've you know i've, I've restrained myself from making comments from this you know answers but a somebody pressing the keyboard of his phone in one location mm. god know god knows where isn't going to change you know my mind from the facts and reality mm. like what uh, john Kerry will say he said you can't have your own facts because facts are sacred. sacred. You can't say this is my fact. No, no, you can't personalize facts. You know, uh, when the age of fake news, when the age of deep state, when the age of you know technological, you know, advancement. But I feel that uh, let's take our minds from this sad story. And by the way, we do not have a guest, you know, tonight. So you can, uh, you know, call in and go to our social media platforms and post your uh, comment there. Well, the governor of Ibo State has decamped to the All Progressives Congress. And senators in the state are saying that, look, you are on your own. And even reps uh, from the uh, PDP in from Ibo State are saying you are on your own. Uh, well, the PDP caucus in the National Assembly was reacting to the defection story of Dave, uh, Governor Dave Omai. Well, yesterday the chairman of Southeast Governors Forum announced he was joining the APC. Well, he based his decision on marginalization of Igbos by the PDP. Interesting. Well, the APC, Igbos in the APC are saying that uh, give us more, give us more. Uh, <laughs> and he's in the PDP saying that, well, uh, PDP is, is, you know, is all politics. I'm sure that uh, nobody is, you know, in the dark or will live in denial, you know, in this society that, uh, for example, you know, politicians will always look after for themselves and they don't even you know care about what the people go through as far as they get office they're going to build high fences change their phone numbers and start kind carrying you know mobile police or even policemen and security details you know basically we do not have a guess uh, but the story yesterday daily trust reported that Boko Haram has gone down a UN helicopter the UN organization came out and said it is untrue that nothing of such you know happened well uh, we're going to keep tabs you know that and give you all of the uh, stories as they unfold we have to insert uh, Professor Theophilus like he, the chairman of uh, ASU Abuja chapter you know, telling uh, professors that they should find alternative ways means of survival and the second one is from Dennis Amatre, security consultant, uh, who is saying the police don't know the young people they are up against. So we'll start with what Theophilus, Professor Theophilus, like you said, and then Dennis Amatre. Stay, stay here. We wish to let Nigerians, and especially our students and parents, know that there is no hope in sight to ending or suspending the ASU strike that has lingered for several months as government is yet to show serious commitment towards addressing our core demands. We are still waiting for government to call us and tell us this is what we have gone so far on Utah, this is what we have done on other items of our demand, of which they have not done yet. Well, there you have it. You know, that's a frank conversation. Well, the federal government so far, according to the Minister for Labor and Productivity, Senator Chris Ingige, said that six out of the nine demands raised by ASU has been met. 
six out of nine demands is remaining the Ipsis, uh, that is IPPIS, uh, and of course, revitalization of the universities and I think the education bond, something mm. I've, I've forgotten. Are they so those are the three remaining, but the um, Asu Chairman Abuja chapter. Professor Theophilus Ligi clearly said there's no end in sight. There's no end in sight. And how does that make you feel? Well, I, 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 it was still in this same country that uh, during Obasanjo also had six months. I think all of, you know, staff, demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six months strike. Mm-hmm. Never forget, you know, that. Yeah. So we're going to play you this from Dennis Amatre saying the police don't know, you know, the kind of young people they are up against. Stay here. That statement was very confusing. You know, uh, many people will feel that, oh, okay, I'm not going to take this nonsense anymore. Mm. Okay? And there's some people who say, like what the Minister for Police Affairs said, you know, I, uh, when things like this happen, we'll make sure that the cause, the root causes of those kind of things don't happen again. Mm. And I think that's where the president is, you know, whereby, um, of course, when they started, he, he mentioned uh, that they are going to do some of those things that uh, scrap size, the scrap size, and all the rest. But there's a major issue which I think I would like to advise the government on. And that is, you know, we are talking about what the NSAS people have said, and we are trying to manage it, okay? But again, there is a missing link. We don't know those youths. Have we taken time to understand those youths? I was in a workshop and somebody was talking that Nigerian police don't know the youths they are dealing with. You know, and that is very, very pertinent because we need to understand the youths. They're, they're not, because they are wearing dreadlocks does not mean that they, they, they are yahoo yahoo boys or, you know, some of them make their genuine money, mm-hmm. you know, in the e-world, the e-economy, which is international. You see, um, the president will come up with policy statements or strategic statements. And then the actual tactics, you know, you find out that some people don't understand them. Even the Inspector General of Police is a very good example. He will tell them certain things, that police should do this. But when they get down to the streets, the police is doing a different thing altogether because they don't understand the communication has a gap in it. That was, you know, uh, former DSS director Dennis Ahmad, um, Amatre there. Uh, well, for audience all over the world, and don't forget that you can stream this as it's ongoing right now from any part of the world. Just go to our website, www.jfm.ng, uh, and, you know, stream. You can have this as podcast after the show for your you know, so that you can replay at your own pleasure at jfm.ng slash podcast. You can find all of the, uh, you know, series, our programs, you know, so far there. You can call the uh, live studio number to join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you, by the way. 090-5566-6699. Or you call 090-9884-8848. Do not forget, before you call, you have to turn down the volume of your radio or you turn it off completely and then you join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can go to our Facebook platform, JFM Live, and post your comment. That is uh, uh, facebook.com slash 
slash JFM Live. And we're on Twitter as well. Our Twitter handle is at JFM Jones. That is twitter.com slash JFM Jones. We have already, you know, tweets coming to national media platforms piling. But let's take the first call here. Hello and good evening. We're glad you called. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, Thank you. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. And in case you're calling from out of you know the country, you're calling from abroad. You have to use our country code number plus two three four, and then you you know have the number. Hello. Oh, sorry about that. Hello and good evening. Hello, good evening. Yes, good evening. Join the conversation. We're glad you called. Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Kumar. I'm calling from. We're listening to you. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Actually, I want to speak on this issue of this uh, the camping of the governor of uh, this governor Omaji to PDP to OPC from PDP to OPC. You see this uh, political game that the Southeast he wants to the Southeast, which he knows that the people, some people are educating that the presidential are now supposed to be going to the southeast. And doing that, I think it should not give it a very good one. But it's left for the southeast to unite themselves to get ready if they are ready for the election because they are not political in nature. They have to lobby people and relate with people so that they will be getting the presidential ticket. If not, their unity is not up to the Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you. Hello and good evening. Good evening, Mr. Fonsag. Good evening. I'm glad, yeah, we're glad you called. Yeah, my name is Mahmoud. I'm calling you from Township. Please go ahead. Thanks for calling you. I want to comment on this issue of strike. Yes. Uh, actually, the stand of each party in this strike is very, very strong. It's such a way. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, well, call us back when you get a chance. Uh, we uh, Let me go to Twitter and then Ope will prep to start taking some comments on Facebook. Amadi Sunday and Zumai saying, I have been following the Lekki Massacre shooting with a good video from CNN, but neither the federal government or the Nigerian army is responding to it. I want to see their defense this time around. Nosyango Gomjon is saying, Governor Omai defection to PDP. It clearly shows the kind of politicians we have in Nigeria. No party ideology to defend. Anyway, they see their selfish interests will be protected. They rush there. He wants to be president comes 2023. We are watching, you say. 
Slayo is saying the increase in the price of petrol and electricity is in this difficult time is unfortunate and unacceptable. Let the present government be reasonable and sensitive to the hardship of Nigerians. The cost of living is very high for the common man. And bad governance hashtag and bad governance la long pay minimum wage you say. Hardly me say Nigeria is going down. Government are not doing the needful because how can you play with the future of the youths and we expect a good result? Universities are on strike and the federal government are not ready to negotiate with ASO because their children are not schooling in the country. Samson Pamgyang is saying the situation in the country is nothing to write home about. Okay. Things have exponentially deteriorated at this point. I will say it was better when it was worse. Cost of living is getting high on a daily basis. Families are living from hand to mouth. Pathetic. Felix Adikabai said government have become pathetic. Okay, it has already become a fail. Okay, fixing things will require real hard work from our collective responsibilities. Shetima Ruben is saying people are being kidnapped daily on Kaduna Abuja Road and citizens are in abject poverty, insecurity everywhere and our government is busy chasing, chasing, I hope you mean to say, answers, protesters and social media building national assembly. Shagun Kunye is saying nations of the world have used their window of COVID-19 to uh, better Okay, I think I lost that, but okay. Uh, to better strengthen institutions, understand the plight of her citizens, they've used the opportunity to bring up policies that will stand against future pandemic. Uh, Samson Pamgyang said, it was better when it was worse, because uh, right now, I don't even know how to describe the Nigerian situation. In the 60s, 70s, Nigeria was in uh, the poorest part of heaven, but right now, we are in the hottest part of hell. They don't really care about us. Obi Laptop just is saying, uh, I am really really angry on suffering and hardship of Nigerian citizens. Did you know that your wife cannot bring reasonable something with 20,000 naira for food stuff that you give her? Nigerians are living malnutrition, okay, pains and agony. Josie Larison, investigative journalism should be of topmost priority in Nigeria. It is the only way to reveal the hidden truth about bad governance in Nigeria. I was shocked when I learned that it uh, take an average Nigerian about 250 years to earn what a senator earns in Nigeria. Shagun Kuya, well, we need to do the math, but thank you for that information. Shagun Kui is saying, now coming back to Nigeria, can we point to any sector that the government has fixed or strengthened during the course of this window? The health sector is still bad. The roads are still bad. Education is still stagnant. Crime is on the rise. It is sad. Depends Dan is saying, patiently we wait to get a response from the federal government. Austin Irol is saying, the stories I'm following is the continuous borrowing of money by this government. Yet, we cannot see what they are doing with it. Looking at the budget, I was surprised to see how much the police budgeted for fueling their vehicles for 2021. It is outrageous. Uh, Nella Mayo is saying, all the life in Lagos. Thanks for the good work. Okay. JFM, all the... Okay. Uh, thank you anyway. We don't know. But, well, I'll take us through some Facebook. I think what the tweet is trying to say is that uh, maybe uh, listening live from Lagos, I think. Yeah. Well, you can actually follow our social media platforms, uh, jfm.ng, uh, and you can follow us live from wherever you are. Uh, Stephen Ashom says, for me, I've not been following any political stories. Most of the stories are like horror movies. I just want to feel the impact of government. That's all. I, I don't think that is too much to ask for. Uh, Wiz Vibe Yusuf says, government should work on security. Kidnapping is becoming a business in Nigeria. People are no longer secure. 
Uh, just imagine Richard saying that Obi and Omai would not stop him from becoming the president come 2023. Power junk fellow. Little did they know that their political career has ended. I just pray Nigerians and wise and out. Good evening from Manny Thor. Okay. Uh, Albert Daxa says, I'm concerned about the state of our nation, especially with the continuous hike in the standard of living of its citizens in relation to the aforementioned concern. Where is the NLC's sincerity of purpose after suspending a strike on the condition of fulfillment of government promises of a reversal of the various hike, especially of petroleum and electricity? Please, someone should remind the NLC that the hardship is on the increase again. Uh, God bless my country, Nigeria. Uh, Izang Adzi says, uh, if they see election is around the corner, they will start defecting to various political parties. My fellow, let's open our eyes, please. I uh, love you guys. God bless you. Swagzi Moses Daniel says, our politicians are comedians every day with his own story. Okay, uh, Don Vyaski or Yakilome Broderick says, Good evening. Okay, our politics in this country is something else. Cyprian Thomas says, uh, Okay, thank you very much for that uh, comment. Don Jimmy Ackman says, uh, For me, the issue of politics in Nigeria is not like other countries, but the way forward now, 2023. Ezekiel Best says, But instead, Governor Fanani left to the APC where he actually belonged. But trust me, 2023 election may not go the way of party politics. Moses Yaro says, I say a country where exodus of politicians from one party to another is an achievement by the ruling of opposition parties. It shows further that the only people being fooled are the electorate. All the politicians in this country have the same gene. The NLC only backs, but they cannot buy it. They should shut up and allow us to take the matter to God. Okay? Uh, Demas Bala says, is the PDP and APC the only political party we have in Nigeria? What party ideology do APC have that is different from the PDP? Thank God Nigerians are wise and are most especially the young people. Okay, uh, you made mention about the political party. Well, we move. That's your hashtag. Swagzi Moses Daniel says, uh, defection is around the corner because 2023 is closer. Uh, that Comrade Antiba says, the truth is this. Uh, this government does not mean it's well for Nigerians at all. It is slapped that ASU strike reaches up to eight months and the government is not ready to meet up their demands. Uh, for me as an individual, this administration is like trying to shut down the university system in Nigeria. If not, I don't see the reason why the government cannot meet up to ASU demands. I'm calling on NANS, uh, that's National Institute of Nigerian Students, to come out and protest over the inability of this administration to listen to ASU submission. I'm of the opinion that the next president of our great country should be a degree older. Thanks and stay safe. I'm <laughs> talking about NANS. A friend of mine said the full meaning of NANS is non-academic Nigerian students. <laughs> I mean, those ones are even more political than some of our political parties. Said Aramu says the defection of Dave Omai to APC is a major loss for the PDP, whether we like it or not, and sure that many more defections are still coming before 2023. Remain blessed. But Simon David says the government is completely blind to the plight of the masses. Pain, killings, anger, and starvation is currently ravaging the entire nation. Pamsin Jr. says 
Uh, I challenge the opposition party to wake up from their slumber to their responsibility because they may be domiciled in constructive criticism. Uh, I rest my case. Okay. Charity Harley says, during the election, ballot paper will reach all the nooks and crannies of Nigeria. But Taku Boko Haram and their sponsors is a huge tug of war. It's a shame on our leaders with the hashtag, we move. Okay. Philip Dusu says, what is really happening in this country? Killings, killings, and killings. Kidnappings, headsmen, attack. What have we done to our leaders and politicians? Uh, nothing is good again in this country. Are we at war? I would like to ask you the same question if I see you, Phillips do so. DK Godfrey says, uh, the truth is that with no fear... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Nigeria is yet to get the independence because we are still slaved under our greedy leaders. Uh, God bless you all in the studio. Chibwe Zemosi says, too many stories to follow. I just they follow this government like crawling through a dark tunnel in the hope that there might be light in the end, which is definitely when they leave office. Okay. Uh, John Paul Chakov says, I'm an ardent listener of your program, but I'm not in Lokoja. The news that drew my attention is the defection of Governor David Omai of Ebony State. I want to say that I pity him because he will be used and done by the same people who gave him advice to join the party. Again in 2023, ambition is not going to be fruitful with the likes of Rochas and Deputy Senate President and Ngigi. <sighs> okay. Uh, John Paul Chakov, if, well, I hope you're listening right now. You can actually log on to any of our social media platforms and follow our program live since you said you're in local jail. Good evening, gentlemen. Keep up the good work. Neymar Israel Z, thank you very much. Princess, uh, Principal Joseph Melumo says... My concern is the hike in fuel price and the alarming rate of insecurity in this country. Uh, the cost of living is very high and innocent people are being killed like chickens every day. Since the main duty of the government is to protect the lives and properties and ensure the welfare of the citizens, then it's obvious that the government has failed Nigerians woefully. Uh, Dawood Longak long this Sunday says this is the solution. And um, Okay, let me see. Okay, let me read through the picture you posted. Nigerians problem, tribalism and religions. Our leaders have succeeded and they've destroyed this country, but we the youth are busy fighting ourselves under religion and tribal difference. From 1960, they keep saying youth are the leaders of tomorrow. The question is this, how many youth are in leadership position? How many youth that have graduated have a job? How many get jobs in this country without knowing anybody because of a son of nobody becomes somebody? Okay, can a son of nobody become somebody without knowing anybody? Let's come together and forget our differences. Uh, these messages are so much. Maybe we should check the phone lines for Zach to see and how they are buzzing. Let's check them. Oh, sorry. Call us back when you get a chance. 0909 is the phone number to call. Before you call, turn down the volume of your radio. And we do not have a guest. So, hello. Hello. Okay, that didn't work. Hello. Hello, Pontiac and Opayemi, uh, good evening. Yes, good evening. Good evening. Join the conversation. We're glad you called. Hello? Go ahead. We're glad you called. Go ahead, sir. We can hear you. Hello? Okay, maybe you call back again. Hello? Hello, good evening, Mr. Pontiac. Good evening. Yeah, we're glad you called. Talk to us. My name is John. I'm calling from Mamingo. We're listening, sir. I don't know if the president of this country sits with ASO to end this thing. I don't know. You know that even in Syria, that war is going on, the university is open. If you go to Google, Nigeria is the only country in the surface of the earth 
is shut down. So if central government the president himself, I don't call anybody, but honestly, the Minister of Labor, Chris Ngige, is not, he's so, I don't know the word you used to qualify him, he's so rude. Permit me if I can use that word on air. Please let the president himself sit with ASU, lock themselves up in the room and say they are not going out until the matter ends. Because ASU went with the demand, they have not changed everything to IPPS. If IPPS is the ultimate in everything, let people in the presidency, the governor, the senator, the politicians, central bank, and let all the country build IPPS. Uh, ASU would join because ASU went on strike, not because of IPPS, but Casey Gigi's using IPPS as like that's the kicking that took ASU to strike. I think the president himself has to rise up. In the surface of the earth, it's only Nigeria investing that is shut down. I think it's not fair. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for your thoughts. Hello, and oops, 0909884 Before we call, like I always say, make sure that uh, your radio set is off. Hello. Well, we're glad you called. Talk to us. We're listening to you, Alex. Yes, I think it's quite unfortunate that uh, the federal government, you know, are saying that they don't have money to meet up with the demand of asking. They said they have money for other extravagant spending. It's quite unfortunate because we have people that do not have the collective interest of asking, you know, only things are about to happen. And on the issue of insecurity, I don't know what the government is doing. If they can't talk the issue of insecurity, it's better they allow Nigerians to go to the center of the world. It's a simple advice. Because, you know, in a situation whereby you go and even with your smartphone, you know, some people are following you, and yes, there's a policeman that can come and do something about it. And yes, they will tell you that you should not carry anything to defend yourself. I think it's unacceptable. That's what solution is there. Thank you. Hello, good evening. Oops, that didn't work. Okay, let's uh, let me take this tweet. Charles Moore is saying David Umaya has personally ended his political career by leaving the actual to the expected. Too bad for him. May God help us and bless Nigeria. Amen to your good news. Good evening. We're glad you called. Talk to us. We're listening to you. Yeah, I'm here to hear the North Governor Chairman calling meeting in Kaduna in regard of the adoption of the tools from Abuja to Kaduna. And also the police are also arrested in Kansarabi, uh, one of the Northern CTAK policemen. So they are supposed to guide us. These are the issues that we expect the Northern Governor Forum to call meeting quickly go to Abuja and find the solution. So I'm, I'm still waiting for them. Then we will admire to become, that is where he always belong. He has always in ATC. Just I should be asked other people. He's talking about the imagination of the PDP. He was the chairman of the PDP, become a deputy governor and the governor. He was expected to kiss my body to come and become a governor under PDP in the degree before he knew that the PDP is not united in Southeast. That is what I'm asking for. The, the issue of long auto strike. The president where he can go to China to go and collect loan and say for his government in the name of Bellhouse. And also big money in the market in the name of um, and also giving other different things to and only ended with somebody I can. Why also call me kids with Asus and the Minister of the Secretary or the Minister of the Labor? 
The issue of labor alone cannot do the work. He cannot do the work. He can't try to protect his image so that he will become a king tomorrow. We don't know who to go to. If president is really well president in this country, this is the right time. This is like I've been doing for a very long time. And only the whole students, that's not a union of students, will come out to block the airport. This is a new season now. Many of the students outside the city, they will return. After that, my they want to go back to block airport. If your father is a counselor, you are not traveling now for school. You must stay in this country. Let us suffer here together. Thank you. God bless Nigeria. God bless you too. Thank you for calling. Hello. Good evening. Yes. I'm calling from Terminal. We're listening to you. Please go ahead. Nancy uh, Mandela said that education is the most powerful weapon that can change the world. We spend money to buy guns in this country. We spend money to buy uh, fighter jets to kill people that we fail to educate. That is how, I don't, I don't want to use the word I, I wanted to use. That is how we run this country. Sad. Look at the budget. Look at the, so much interest we are paying on insecurity. Then look at education. To spend to ignore it. Uh, why can't we have our governors who want the social media to be clamped down, to be regulated? Why can't they pass a bill? They want the National Assembly to pass a bill to talk about the issue of regulation of social, net, uh, social media. Why can't they move for a bill that we ensure that every politician, every political officer have their children schooling here in this country? Let it be compulsory so that they will make use of what they make, uh, we all make use of. They will never do that because they know that they will make them not comfortable. At the end of the day, they come back, their children get the best job. They give you air power, they give you a shoki. You know, shoki was formed by Guru Jonathan. What is the difference between shoki and air power? And you want people to understand how many of these politicians do you have their children enjoying the, the, the empower of the thing? They come out, they tell you with every time President Buhari is making speech, even during the SARS problem. I don't even know how, how uh, empower relates to the issue of SARS. He came up with the same empower. How many of them have their children uh, in that empower of the thing? They go to the NNPC, they are working in NNPC, they, they, their children are all working in NNPC and up to today, we don't have refineries. Their children is, they are all working in NNPC, up to today, NNPC is running on load, and their refineries cannot function, the refineries are running on load. So it's sad for this country, until we believe, until we come together and know that we have a common project in this country, we will not move forward. So that is just my take. I just hope and pray that we get things right. But the poor increment is sad. Everybody is just keeping quiet. From 87 something that everybody is keeping quiet. These are the same people that say to protest. But this will form the occupy Nigeria. What was the reason? All people went to strike. Even the NLC, everybody went to strike. Now everybody is quiet. We are all suffering as smiling. No problem. That's my take. Well, thank you. Uh, NLC seems to be studying the situation, so to speak. Let's take some Facebook comments. Well, studying the situation. I recall I hosted the vice chairman of the NLC on the plateau uh, the eve of when they were supposed to declare the strike. And I asked him a question crystal clear. And I told him, I said, what if uh, there is an 11th hour change? And he said, we are standing by it. And guess what? As exactly 2.32 a.m., Festus Kayamu actually tweeted that the NLC strike had been called off. And we're still here. I mean, it's it's something else. Anyways, uh, back to Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss. If you're just joining in, you can still drop your comment. Uh, let's see how much of it we can still take from Sam Iam and says... Uh, why then did Nigerians still vote in Buhari despite his trust record as a failure in leadership? Nigerians, one would argue, have been de- conditioned to look at leadership through the lens of dictatorship. The APC government brought serious hardship. Baturi Simon says, I wonder what this administration will be remembered for. Okay. 
are talking of posterity. Mark Doyo says the president sees the NSAS protest as a threat to his failed rule. Why the bandits are far from him and his family in the heavily guarded presidential villa. Nigerians have every right to protest. Uh, we're not conquered people in our own soil. Our nation has never had this, this bad in the history on the APC came into power despite all their promises. Alan, Tonda uh, Hounde, I'm sorry if I didn't call that word, just to appreciate you guys for the good work you people are doing. Keep it up. Big thanks to CNN for bringing light on the lucky shooting. We are tired of the many lies. Okay, Iweneka Joshua says... Uh, my own take is that we as Nigerians are just tired already, and this country is not just what we hope for. Uh, but what can we do if not pray to God? God bless JFM. Thank you. Danzam Mangwe says, if the government would continue playing this type of music to the masses, definitely they should be ready for the worst dance coming. Okay. Uh, Wufong Philip says, Nigerians' leaders are... Okay, uh, I wouldn't be able to take that line. I mean, it's way too heavy. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Let's see how much of these messages we can still take. Okay, uh, this one just came through now. Uh, okay, the network. Let's pick the calls. Yeah, yeah. Let's take uh, phone calls. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, We're glad you called. Talk to us. Yes, this is Gabriel from Afata. We're listening to you, Gabriel. You know, sometimes I, I began to wonder whether this, uh, our leaders and politicians in Nigeria, <laughs> what they have been doing to matches and what is happening in Nigeria. I don't see a woman being with a thinking mindset that everything is falling upside down and something is happening, killing every day. There is nothing to write about and they are still denying. And they cannot even give account of the government, the people we are governed for. What I want you to do is, is to keep our minds together and join our face together so that they will know that we are one and they will not be cheating us again. Enough is enough. I think we should know our roots are right and know where we are going and know where we are coming from. And that is why they will never take us for food. If you see what is happening uh, in this answers, there are a lot of conversation here and there turning upside down. I think enough is enough. It's a high time that we sit down together and let other youths that want to sabotage this country, that we should let the leaders know that we, are, we know what we are doing. In this country, you cannot have light to do what you want to do. You can't eat good food. In this Christmas now, I'm telling you, a bag of rice. How many people eat rice in their home? And they are comfortable packing money everywhere. People are suffering. Have a, have a nice day and good evening. Good evening. Thanks for calling uh, once again. Yeah, well, 0909 Well, uh, people are really, really frustrated going by just the uh, comment of, you know, hard so far from uh, Facebook and Twitter. Well, in case you just join in, this is Nigeria at Sunset on J11.9 here in Charles. And to those streaming, um, I will say thank you. And, well, you can do well as well to get in touch with us in the live studio, either via Facebook or Twitter. At, on Twitter, we're at JFM Jones. On Facebook, it's JFM Live. J-A-Y-F-M Live. Hello. Good evening. Hello, good evening, Pansak. Good evening, we're glad you called. Talk to us, please. Thank you. My name is Chief Ambassador Hassan Eliakou. I'm one of the youth leaders in our country. You see, concerning the defection of uh, this Omani, 
for me, there's no any big deal. When you see politicians are defecting from party A to party B, it's for their interest. We have straight a lot of problems in Nigeria. Defecting is not our problem. Out of 2019, Mr. Foster, we have 13.5 million uh, out of two children. It's also another problem. And then it comes down to the issue of insecurity that we are experiencing in Nigeria. Do you know that 95% of uh, the farmers are there in the IDPs? What is their say? That is why we are having a high increase in the price of food uh, commodities in the market. The farmers cannot, cannot, cannot be able to go to their farm until they save money in some places. Look at the rate of children that is falling in Nigeria. It's also another problem. What are they doing with that one? Look at the number of children that they, they cannot be able to afford three square meals. Even in, in, in my community as a youth leader, I know the number of people that cannot be able to afford three square meals and they are, they are, they are there in, in, in my community. These are some of the, the problems that government needs to you know, tackle the, the, the issue of that one. The section from party A is party, from party A to party B is their character, is their behavior. But they are not defecting because of me and you. They are defecting because of their personal interests. When things are not going normal with them in party A, they can be able to go on to party B. They are not defecting because of me and you. Let's be sincere and tell ourselves the truth and All let's right. continue to live in peace. Thank, thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this will be the uh, last call on the show. Uh, thank you. Well, Okpai is now, uh, well, the Nigerian people have cross-section of Nigerian people, you know, people. Uh, nobody has called to say that he enjoys, you know, the trajectory of this country. I uh, shows that something is very fundamentally wrong with, you know, how the country has been run and governed. How would you how would you enjoy everything that is happening here? Um, if education does not affect you, maybe you don't have a child in university or you are not a lecturer. I mean, security should affect you. The fact that even your church is not safe. We've seen stories of you know of people going to places of worship to open fire to worshippers. Even your mosque is not safe. You can't even walk on the streets. You don't even know what, where your next meal will come from. I mean, somebody said maybe uh, you know the people in the ruling party maybe they have a car they take to the fuel station and they sell fuel for them for ten naira per liter. Perhaps every single one of us is feeling the pain and it's, it's, it, it beats my imagination if we have leaders in this country. See, let's, let's get it straight. Our problem alone is not leadership in this country. Even our, some of the followers are worse. I mean, I've seen things that Nigerians, common Nigerians in this code now do. And you ask yourself that, and you have the gut and the right to accuse a politician? Are you not doing worse things? These are the questions we need to ask ourselves. I just hope that Nigerians will be patient enough. I'm really worried about 2023. It seems we are pushing a lot into that. And I hope we won't implode or explode this time around before then. I mean, I, I, I personally... I pray, I pray, sir, I pray we don't. I personally don't care about 2023. My and Neither do I, because everyone is making it look like there's a script somewhere you're going to bring out. A lot of us will still run after these politicians at the end of the day. Somebody, this is 2020, and somebody is moving into a new party because of 2023, as if you own your life? I don't, personally, I don't, you know, I, I try to live my life carefree, you know. Things don't bother me anymore. I, I, I can't be uh, perturbed. But it doesn't mean that I'm complacent or I'm not, you know, doing uh, my best. But, I mean, it's life. You know, I'm always, I always remember the good book, you know, the book of James. Say, For you business people who think that, that you will say, beat your chest day, today or tomorrow you go to this city and conduct business you say you know your life is in the hands of god someone's own uh, your life so well thank you very much to all of you who um participated on the show tonight we we'll say thank you thank you thank you don't forget you can get this as podcast jfm.ng slash podcast 
My name is Ponsak Fanabdo. Have a good evening and stay tuned to the news top of the hour, 6 o'clock. Uh, bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. Podcast. 